Oh, uh, so I have 15 minutes, so five, five, and five. Thanks. Um, just to let y'all know, I used to bring my own timer, so I could, that's how, like, whatever I am, compulsive I am, so I could, like, watch the time myself, and, like, that's a big step for me, letting go and letting somebody else, like, be the timekeeper. Anyway, hi. I guess I should introduce myself first. Um, well, now you know one of my character defects. You don't even know my name. Hi, my name's Rachel. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Rachel. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to do some service tonight, and um, I'd like to say welcome to the newcomers. Um, you really are the most important people in the room. Um, and they told me that when I was a newcomer and I thought like a bunch of other stuff that they told me um, that they said that just to be nice, but it's true because without newcomers, uh, I'll forget what it's like, you know, what it was like, um, which is really important because I've been in these rooms for a long time. And also ego-wise, because I have been around for a long time. Most of you guys have already heard my story and are going to be bored. So, um, you know, <laughs> there's at least two people who haven't here. So um, anyway, as I said, um, just to give you some stats, I came into my first meeting in 1985 when I was 15 years old. Uh, and I didn't get, and I've been abstinent uh, since June of 2000. So um, that means that I was in these rooms for about 15 years before I could string much abstinence uh, together. Um, I'm a low bottom compulsive overeater. I'm not a grazer. I'm not a, you know, oh, I second helpings. I'm a like shut the door, you know, I mean, shut the curtains, don't answer the phone, like high volume binger. Uh, and at one point I, I did purge, but I wasn't very good at it. So I was a, a fat bulimic, and um, I didn't, um, I didn't really that the purging. A lot of bulimics, I understand, get addicted to the purging. I hated it, and so and it didn't really work for me. But all that it did was, I was able to sort of increase my binges exponentially. So I would throw up, and then I would eat more, and then I would throw it until finally I would pass out. Um, and so I feel like I'm a sensory person in sheep's clothing. Uh, sensory person meaning somebody who uh, has lost or needs to lose 100 pounds. Um, I'm about, I think uh, my top weight is about 45 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, but I guess I probably maybe would have been a sensory person had it not been for that. I don't know. Um, my ego... It's just a weird, twisted form of ego. Still thinks I could eat any of you guys under the table, um, but I'm not. That's not a challenge. <laughs> so, um, but by the grace of God, um, yeah. In June of 2000, I got abstinent. Um, and um, for those of you who can do math, you know, 1985 to 2000. So I was in these rooms for a while, um, and I couldn't, you know, without getting abstinent. And I don't know why it took that long. If I had the answer, you know, I give it to you now. You know, you could each pay me $100 and go on your merry way. Um, I do know that it's in the 12 steps. Uh, I do know that it's in the 12 steps. Um, and I know that it takes what it takes. So if, if anything, and this is going to be my topic, is going to be hope. And I didn't even used to like that word because I was like, hope. That's like, oh, I hope this. You know, I hope I don't get fired. I hope I, you know, what a hope. But if I hadn't had hope, and it doesn't, by the way, it doesn't have to take 15 years. You know, I, I don't know why. But um, if I hadn't, I knew 
that it wasn't out there. I knew I had to keep coming back. Um, I knew that this was the last house on the block. There was no like ultra OA. If there was, you know, I would have qualified. Um, but I knew that uh, um, I, I saw, I, I actually did believe in God and a higher power. And I saw that he was working for other people. I just didn't know why he wasn't helping me. And the truth was, is, is he was always there. It was I who, who you know, had to do the footwork um, and who had left and was turning to other things, namely food, as my higher power rather than my higher power. So, um, so those are some stats. And it's interesting. I was today, I'm so glad to be at this meeting. Um, because earlier today, I was feeling really tired and irritable and restless and discontent. And I was doing some writing because I was like, oh, I better write. Not just because I know that I needed to write, but also I wanted to be able to come here and say that I've written, too. That's, you know, character defect number two is ego. I'm like, you can't talk about writing if you haven't written today. Because um, writing really, really does help me. Um, you know, writing the steps, you know, what I'm doing, step work, or writing God dialogues. Um, for those of you unfamiliar with that, it's, it's when somebody first presented this to me, um, the God, oh, is that five minutes? Oh, wow. Um, okay. So um, God dialogue is where I write what I want to say to God, and then I write what I think God would say back to me. Um, and when I first heard that, I was like, talk about ego, you know, did, what, how would I know what God would say to me? And somebody was like, just shut up and try it. And, um, <laughs> and I did, and it's always really miraculous. Uh, it's just always amazing. So, um, but anyway, so I was writing, and I was doing this one particular exercise that somebody had given me, um, and it's not, I, I didn't bring it in detail because I don't think it's, it's, it's not anything specifically from OA, but if you want it, you can talk to me after the meeting and I'll email it to you. But anyway, and, and but one of the things was like, what do I know for sure? Something like that. And I, I knew, okay, I'm not gonna feel this way forever. And that is a totally new concept for me in abstinence because I eat to numb my feelings, to, you know, when I, and, and getting a little bit to, I guess I'm not really following what it was like, what happened, what it's like now, but anyway, what it was like is I just thought, like, I can remember from the age of three sneaking food, and I didn't know it was to mask my feelings, I didn't know that my family was dysfunctional, and, you know, folks, I, I love my family dearly, and they're, but they're also are, were dysfunctional, probably more so than some of you, probably less so than some of you. Um, and I have a sister who grew up, you know, without an eating disorder. So, you know, I think I was born, but I also was sort of, the seeds were planted in fertile soil <laughs> to develop an eating disorder. So, um, but anyway, but as a kid, I just knew that I really liked food like more than other kids seemed to like food. <laughs> I just, you know, that was where my, you know, birthday party, whatever it was, I can remember playing Candyland with my friend across the street, Tammy Aiken, and being so like disturbed and disappointed because she opened the box and there was no, there's like no candy in Candyland. It's like there's <laughs> pictures of candy on the board. And yeah, so anyway, um, 
But so I eat too because I like, as it talks about in the big book, because we like the, it, it talks about how the alcoholics like the effect that alcohol produces on them. And I, I just, you know, I, it, it, it makes me numb. It makes me not have to feel. And I'm all about that. You know, I've had several surgical procedures and stuff. And when they talk about, you know, you go under anesthesia and that, you know, count back from 100, 199, that feeling at, you know, 99, I'm all about that. You know, I'm like, yeah, put me out. That's fine. Uh, and food is my drug of choice, but I've used drugs as my food of choice, too, in an effort all actually to stay away from the food and all it did was, you know, I would be still up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, on drugs. Everybody else had passed out, and then I would end up binging so I could, like, fall asleep, too. Anyway, so <laughs> what it was like. That's kind of what it was like. Um, and today, as I was doing some writing, the question of, you know, what do I know? I knew that that feeling of feeling restless, irritable, and discontent would pass. When, before I got abstinent... Um, I had no idea that feelings actually get better and that they pass. Like if you don't, if I don't use something, some substance, hopefully food was, you know, the way I used to operate to shortchange that. But the problem was, yeah, it got rid of the feeling temporarily, but that feeling eventually would come back. And then I also had the feeling of disgust with myself and with my life. And like I say, I was a low bottom compulsive overeater. You know, I got fired from jobs um, for calling in fat, although I didn't call in fat. I just, I was, I would make up some lie about, you know, this aunt was sick or, you know, this person, you know, whoever had died or, um, and I, the reason why I was calling in was because I was so hungover from the binge the last, you know, the night before. Um, but I didn't tell them that. And so eventually, you know, I got fired from this job because, you know, they were like, I'm sorry, you've got all these things going on in your life, but we need somebody who will show up. And I wasn't. Um, God, I just, my brain is all over the place. Oh, so, but it wasn't until I got abstinent that I realized that feelings pass, that they do get better. And that feeling from earlier today, thanks, five more minutes, um, has passed. And probably sometime tomorrow, the next day, next week, something like that, I'll feel crappy about something again. Um, and if I don't eat over it, it will pass. Now, in the meantime, what do I, how do I deal with those feelings? When I first got absent, I was like, oh, so this is what... Like, people live like this every day. Like, you go through... I felt like, you know, I was walking around with skin off, you know? I have to feel this scared. I mean, scared of little stuff. The phone is ringing. You know, who is it? Oh, it's this person. Okay, what... You know, just... I have to live with these feelings. And now it's gotten a little bit easier, but I felt like I did not get the instructions on how to be a human being. And luckily, um, even though I wasn't born with the instruction book, somebody wrote one, what was it, 1939, you know, the big book. Um, it's like this set of instructions, these 12 steps. I was like, oh, okay. So this is how I deal with it. Without the food, this is how I deal 
with life, with all the, you know, scary things. And I keep on talking about fear because when I was talking about restless, irritable, and discontent, if I'm wondering, first of all, when people talk about feel your feelings, well, if I don't pick up the food, I'm going to feel it no matter what. You know, I'm like, I don't have to worry about, you know, how do I get in touch with my feelings? They're going to come. You know, if I'm not anesthetizing myself, they're going to come. And sometimes I don't know what it is. And writing actually has helped me identify what it is. But now I'm getting a little bit closer to being able to identify what it is I'm feeling. But when I first got abstinent, it was like I was over here and the feeling was over here and I had no idea what it was. I just wanted to eat. Um, and writing kind of helped me identify what it was. But 99 times out of 100, it's, it's fear. Like today, um, I had to uh, talk to my boss, you know, on the phone. And I, and I thank God for a higher power. And, and I call my God, my higher power God, you know, if that bugs you. Or, you know, your higher power can be anything. Make one up be a hypocrite, you know, borrow somebody else's. I did that for a while. I had a sponsor who says, if you don't have faith, borrow some of mine. You know, she had been abstinent, you know, for like 30 years. And she was like, you know, I believe that you can get abstinent, borrow some of my faith. And I did, um, until I developed some of my own. Um, but anyway, so I had to talk with my boss today. I'm having, I had some surgery earlier this summer, and I was out for a month, and I'm going to have to have some more surgery uh, the end of October, and I had to ask, and I had to basically tell my boss, you know, I'm going to need another month off, and, and anyway, without going into details, you know, I'd, they could let me go, you know, we're not covered under the law that says you can't let somebody go for this, so, um, and... You know, and I talked to him, and he was really cool about it, but of course he sounded not, you know, happy. <laughs> like, what did I expect him to go? That's great, you know, take all the time, you know, it will be fun. No, it kind of fucks up the rest of the, you know, company that I work with if somebody's not going to be around for a month. Um, and so I was scared. I'm like, what if I, you know, what if this, what if that? And, um, and through my writing, I realized, like, God has gotten me through a lot already. God can get me through this, too. If I'm let go, if, you know, whatever, if, I, you know, it's, I'll be, I'll be okay. Um, and that comes from working the 12 steps um, with a sponsor. That's another thing I want to talk about um, if all this seems really confusing or, you know, ask somebody, even if they're not available to be your sponsor, you know, I ask people like, you know, what do you do that? How do you do this? How do you do that? I am so indebted to people who explain to me, you know, I read the big book, but I don't get, you know, where is step, where is step three? Where is step six? What, what are you talking about? It's not all laid out nice and neatly in the work, like it is in the workbook. And I like the workbook too. Um, but there are people who like pointed out, oh, this is, you know, this is how you can do a step 10. This is how you can whatever. This is, you know, and everybody does it differently and there's no perfect way. No, damn it. Because I want there to be a perfect way. Oh, is that it? Okay. I just want to read something from the big book um, that through the magic of Kindle, I'm able to highlight. Um about what I've gotten from this program. 
Uh, above all, I have gained the greatest thing accorded to any man. Oh, and this is from a story in the big book. He sold himself short. Above all, I have gained the greatest thing accorded to any man. And this is written a long time ago, so it's gender specific. The love and understanding of a gracious God who has lifted me from the alcoholic scrap heap to a position of trust where I've been able to reap the rich rewards that come from showing a little love for others and from serving them as I can. And I would add to that, you know, the love that other people have shown me, you know, that that's what has come of that. So anyway, and it's there for you, too, uh, if you keep coming back. So 